0: Watching this for me it's morning the sun coming up over the mountains as soon as I hit record there's a helicopter like coming right around the corner so we'll just deal with that there's gonna be maybe more of that in the middle of a city although it doesn't really look like it so today, wanted to summarize some thoughts on uh, basically what, the, uh, you know, I've been discussing over the last videos, really, it doesn't just apply to certain topics like what I've been focusing on, you know, I've just been using volunteerism as an example of... Really, you know, when it comes down to it, just saying things and labeling things and being in a movement doesn't mean much, is what I've found. And it it oftentimes leads to dead ends, um, backwards thinking, and even, you know, uh, the opposite of what you were trying to achieve. And I've experienced this in my own life, personally. Uh, Even recently, you know, you have an idea and a project, and this project is going to free you, or or free up time, or enable you to do A, B, C, D, and then it doesn't end up working out that way, and that can be, (laughs) well, it's it's not necessarily hard to deal with, because you kind of come to learn that that's just how things work, but you know you learn a lot and that's some what some of this is is like imparting you know the wisdom <laughs> that i've gained through trial and error um and then you know framing that in a way that could hopefully help other people that i see out there so that i know that might be kind of doing the same thing with with like voluntarism or something like that anyway so really, when it comes down to it, just saying things and labeling yourself something isn't the same thing as uh, what your actions are or you know what you create, the fruits of your labor, right? Um, what ends up coming out of your actions and what what I see, Out there is a lot of talking and a lot of clamor and t-shirts and (laughs) that's funny I'm like wearing a t-shirt from an old podcast that I had you know roughly dressed because I'm out here hiking I'm not gonna get dressed up and (laughs) so you know speaking from experience here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, there's a lot of that and not a lot of action, you know, and I don't just mean like, Oh, we got a deer over here or a guy. No, it's a guy. (laughs) Closer to the main trail. cut that out it's the first time I've had to do an edit maybe I won't all right on these live streams anyway so I just you know I feel weird walking like by people maybe I'll get over that so not a lot of doing but a lot of talking and you'll see You know, a lot of the times these people will have some kind of alternative lifestyle. And and so again, I don't mean just blind action. Like when I say we see people not acting, I mean they are acting and doing a lot of things. And like I said, there's a lot of like conferences and podcasts and, you know, books and speeches. um, And a lot of followers of all these things too. And people like to get involved and feel like they're making a big change, you know, with what they're doing. But that that kind of action, especially when you go and find an ism and a label and a group to follow, um, can really be... No, it does nothing, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And can lead nowhere. Really fast. Sorry, there's just like, rustling around up here. (laughs) I'm just like, what am I coming upon here? It's like mostly just birds, probably. So, what about working on a positive relationship with your spouse, your significant other, and your family, and the people in your life that you want to maintain relationships with? And, you know, working on other aspects of your life. Maybe there's people in your life that you need to remove, and you're procrastinating that. things that don't require uh, ism, you know? How about parentism? Or grandparentism? Or just being a good husband or wife? Or working on yourself to get started on a positive relationship? And building a family you know and you know it, I'm I'm a populationist so okay this time it is a deer I wish I could have got that he's gone though yeah see I've seen a lot of deer up here so that's what I was like waiting for that one had that was like maybe at one two-year-old, okay, I can get him, he's jumping along there. let's see, he's down the hill there, but, so, it's, something you'll see a lot of is, people in these movements, seems like they've kind of like, abandoned, you know, aspects of their life and then are in some kind of like post-traumatic stress situation and like the constant feedback loop of like getting involved and act being active and telling other people what to do ends up like fulfilling that issue or whatever whatever's going on with them right so a lot of the time you'll see like a chaotic situation in their family life or in their work life and the work that they're doing or so-called work and actions that they're taking are kind of filling the void of this Yeah, that that deer's way gone. <clears throat> so what I was saying before that deer kind of interrupted (laughs) was I'm a populationist and I don't think that the world is overpopulated so for me um, the solution is not necessarily just creating more people I mean because you could say well now we have the ability to clone people so if you're a populationist let's just clone people endlessly until we have whatever now that's not what i'm saying i'm saying you know it definitely starts from the ground up and we need help healthy people psychologically healthy people uh, creating positive healthy families and an environment for children that Um, allows them to gain their confidence and um, be autonomous, self-sufficient participants, you know, and be in control of their life. And that, that doesn't come from broken up families and welfare situations. I'm not saying with that statement that people shouldn't be charitable so I know that's how people hear it but I can be opposed to welfare like from the state and the government and pro charity I know that's a complete you know wild out there concept even though it's not and it's been done and it's it's actually currently going on still and uh People aren't naturally evil or something, so they would be charitable. Anyway, give me a sec. <whistles> Come here. I was almost like smelling skunk. What are you doing? Man, <whistles> you stay on the trail, please. It's um, going all over the place this morning. So, what I'm saying is, notice the people out there that are A, always trying to sell you things, and then you need to be ultra-skeptical, or, you know, definitely, you may still take in their material, but keep in mind, if there's always a sales pitch, that's a big red flag, and then... Be, you know, their their work slash family life, and I know, like I'm not I'm not saying that like people need to be traditional nine to fivers, and that's not what I mean by work life. I I'm not necessarily an absolute traditional nine to fiver. I get my work done absolutely, but it's not just, you know, nine to five standard office hours all the time. So, so I'm not, I'm not just like, you know, I, I'm trying to clarify and I keep having to double clarify things because I know how people take things, you know, I, I'm one to get in conversations with people. So even the populationist thing, my argument there, I've, I've had this discussion with many people when I, when, once I start to kind of identify them as like the science cult type people that, you know, Buy into the 100% climate agenda of you know the human beings are a cancer, a parasite on this planet, and we're destroying everything. And it's it's our problem that we just need to depopulate. I mean, how many people out there are depopulationists? It's all f- it's all f- uh, covered and flowered in all this language of. Um, Science and which doesn't mean anything science doesn't mean It's a very hollow meaningless Fallacy really to appeal To scientific communities and things like that. It doesn't ever mean that it's good or that we should do something just because it's scientific or Mathematic You know, there's a lot of evil things that can be scientific (laughs) You know how about um, mustard gas or Agent Orange spraying on the Vietnamese people and uh, the government and the military and Monsanto testing chemicals in the name of science on the, on the Vietnamese people since that's a scientific study they were doing is that good since they found results that said this, this thing and that thing does that is that mean it's good no it doesn't of course not and so just saying that the world is overpopulated based on science and this is what we need to do because here's all the evidence that we're doing this and that it's it's there can be arguments to be had there i'm for clean air i'm for doing things better with how animals are treated and how things are done but in my opinion, you know, and it's not just my opinion, this is uh, written about far and wide with the people who uh, are eugenicists and who want to depopulate the planet. Not to actually save the planet, but just to more easily control the people on the planet. <laughs> and save the resources for them and their families. and. It's a very fear-based thing that goes back to like Thomas Malthus, Methusian philosophy is like still actually quite prevalent and it's now masked in the green agenda and the greening of everything. But it's all from like the 1800s, mid-1800s. You know, it's not like all from there and it's so simple and here's what you need to know, it's not what I'm saying, but you know, Charles Darwin. These are things people are familiar with, and the theory of evolution, and was all really just eugenics, race based theory. And you can go back, and I've definitely gone way more into depth on this in my Creature of Control episode three. Uh, it's like eugenics, crypto eugenics, and the theory of. Relativity or something like that. I don't remember the exact title. It's been almost five years since I worked on that and It's on my website TylerBloyer.com in the feed section But a lot of people that you'll get in discuss discussions with about, you know, the world being overpopulated They don't even understand eugenics and they don't even understand the science of eugenics and the whole uh, tie back to where their whole theory comes from, you know, so Charles Darwin's book, um, The Origin of Species, uh, was really a race-based theory, a eugenics uh, take on things that wanted to prove the superiority of certain genetics, that being, uh, you know, British white people. Were superior to everybody else on the planet. And now here's the scientific evidence to prove it. And we'll throw in the links to that. I want people to go look at the original title of the book. So go look for yourself. And they didn't teach you that in, in your public indoctrination camp, did they? No, it was all, you know, oh, this is another option, you know, and it, it, to me, it was like framed as this like alternative to religious thinking, and it tied in with the Big Bang Theory, and it all kind of probably does in some way in the end, <laughs> but these things are theorized and meant, I mean, I know people personally who are like, I'm not going to have as many kids because, you know, this place is all screwed up, and it's just a big hell hole, and, like literally, they, they have totally 100% bought into it and they're making decisions in their life to not have a family and then, or they might wait and then it becomes too late. And you know, in my opinion, the, the, the most effective way to <laughs> change the world in a positive direction is through having first done a massive amount of healing and continuing to improve with yourself every day and learn as much as you can, not just about random things, but about nature and reality and study, you know, how how you work and how things work around you to the point where you can create a positive situation and positive conditions in your life and make space for a positive relationship and then through that positive relationship will produce healthy, happy, positive, independent, autonomous children hopefully, you know? That's something we can focus on to change things for the better. Of course, there's other things to do, and of course, that's not everybody's path. But if you have the ability to do that, and I don't necessarily like to just speak about things that I don't have experience with, so currently, I feel like this is you know, what I'm working on. So, it's not like I'm just tooting my own horn and blah blah blah, it's actually, you know, what I should discuss is what I have experience with, and not just trying to say things like, oh, the nonviolent communication of the non-aggression principle, voluntarism interaction, and all, all these other things that are just fluff and nonsense, you know? The cult of action is very similar to the death cult of eugenics and depopulation. They, they weave a similar web, you know. And what I'm going to be uncovering over the upcoming work that I'm, I'm putting together, a presentation, some of the sections are on that exact topic. And libertarianism and the similarities... Uh, between libertarianism and satanism and there's so many similarities i mean the philosophy especially like Levan, anton Levan, satanism is like almost exactly the same as libertarian philosophy and there's definitely some tie-ins that are going to be of interesting of interest to talk about i'm sorry i'm out of breath I'm on more of a hill than I thought, and it's, like, sandy. I'm <laughs> like, dodging the horse poop, and my dog's getting into all kinds of trouble. So, but, you know, exactly what the solution is for each individual person may not be the same, but what we are starting to discover through the process of negation, you know, which is oftentimes what you have to do if you want to try to discover the truth is find out what's, what not to do, right? <laughs> and with these isms, any kind of ism or hyphened thing movement is generally what I'm finding going to lead you in the wrong direction. And, and people may have a, actually a lot of positive feedback that come out of being involved with these things. But, you know, it's hard to put into words, but like, just because there's a lot of other people doing it doesn't make it right. <laughs> I guess it's not that hard to put into words. It's like, just because you're finding there's a lot of other voices that are kind of coming along and saying and feeling and thinking the same way as you, you have to be very careful when that is the case. <laughs> right? So, just keep this video brief today, uh, the sun is up, it means I better get going, get some things done, probably been really shaky, and I'm going to have to edit out some parts, but, um, keep an eye out. We're going to be doing, uh, I'll be doing TylerBloyer.com live stream. Uh, I'll try to do it this weekend. So try to subscribe to the YouTube channel, even though I don't really care one way or the other. I mean, I have like Seems like BitChute and Steemit are doing quite a bit better. So but the live streaming I want to get used to it and I'm definitely not pro Google. You know. We'll have to do a, a show on that as well though, like my opinion about all the censorship and these like Orwellian platforms, like that are like Big Brother platforms, and my personal opinion about being involved with them, which is probably just better not to be, but also <clears throat> my own experience of being super judgmental of other people using those platforms, and it's kind of like, you know, It's not the worst thing that you could do, I guess. (laughs) Like, if you look out at the conditions and, like, the priority of things that, that need to be addressed. Like, do your thing, man. You know, get out there and work on your stuff. And maybe not, I'm even talking to myself, like, not be so nitpicky about, you know, every little thing. And try not to live in total contradiction. Like, like don't use here comes somebody, see that's what I should be doing you know if you're going to be involved basically if you're not living under the laws of nature and you've chosen to subject yourself to man's law, and to governments, and to obeying that god, basically, then deal with that, you know? And study, maybe, about natural law, and don't live in the contradiction of saying that you're following natural law, and that you're a voluntarist, and that you're a libertarian, and all these other things, when your actions are that of, you know, (laughs) a heathen slave, you know? Somebody who doesn't behave in any of the ways that you say. So that's just even more of a contradiction is what I'm trying to say. Let's work out of where we're at, you know? Let's get out of the conditions that we're in. Let's study the laws of nature and how to live in harmony with one another and with nature and how to make things the most prosperous for ourselves and for everyone while admitting fully that we've taken the other side you know currently that's not the the side that we've chosen by our actions and that's what matters and that's kinda what I was trying to summarize in this video was you know before it got a little chaotic with some of the with the dog situation so that doesn't mean that i have the answer either that doesn't mean that i'm going to see freedom is the path of the individual not any group or collective so Somebody will say, well, then if it's not voluntarism, then what do you suggest? And that's the thing. No. I've just pointed out major contradictions. And contradictions aren't found in nature. And so they should be removed. Even from your thinking. And your actions, for sure. Otherwise, you're you're acting against nature. Knowingly or unknowingly. And then you need to move forward through that there isn't someone who comes along and gives you the the next handle that's what you've been doing this so far you've been wo- looking for the ism to wear to feel safe so that you're not you know completely out of the out of the herd <laughs> completely out of the collective mind that there's still large pieces of of uh, land to grab onto or whatever, however you want to put it. So, but you need to let go, you need to untether from that as well, especially if there's contradictions there in the logic. And I've not had, and I've been, you know, kind of pondering over this for the last year or two, I've really not found any good arguments besides just like, you know, outrage, or kicking me out of a group, because I'm, you know, on forums I've had debates on this topic, mainly to get feedback, because I was already kind of settled in, in what I had come to find. I've, I usually will take some time to think about something before I go posting it online, or arguing with it about people online. You know, you'll, you'll, you won't usually find me in an argument about something online that I'm not taken time to consider. And when I mean argument, I don't mean the childish interpretation of what people think I mean. I'm talking about discourse, you know? Taking your ideas to battle. If you have philosophical concepts that you're going to rest your opinions on in your life and your actions moving forward, you have to make sure they're sound. The best way to do that is internally, initially, to the point where it's refined enough That he can be brought up against, you know, somebody who's maybe a lot more intelligent than you. A lot more witty. Someone who maybe is uh, trained in the art of discourse and debate and philosophy. And uh, see if your argument stands. And be honest about it. And with that being said, we look forward to seeing you all again soon. Let me know what you think and have a good one.